0: We are off and rolling on BizTalk with Bill Roy, podcast episode 41. We produce this podcast to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. We thank you for listening, and thank you very much if you're a subscriber. This week, a chat with the CEO of Wichita's High Touch Technologies, Wayne Chambers. Wayne's not only a business owner in Wichita with a new acquisition to talk about, but he's also committed a lot of time and energy to improving the community the wichita economy we'll get to that discussion in a moment first a couple of words about the weekly edition of the wichita business journal this week we feature the 22 men and women chosen for the 2018 ceo awards these folks will be recognized at a luncheon monday the 12th and we offer profiles of all of them in the weekly edition they have great stories and are not at all the stereotypical accountants who mind the ledgers That begins on page 9. Also this week, coverage of our Emerging Leaders panel from last week. They got to hear from the owner of Exclusive Event Services, Crystal McDonald, the founder of Reverie Roasters, Andrew Goff, and the co-founder and CEO of LawnBuddy.com, Stephen Warner. That's on page 5. Another in our series of reports on Wichita's Great Place to Start a Business, featuring We Can. It focuses on helping women start their businesses, page 7. Our list this week, the area's largest manufacturing companies, we provide the top 50, page 32. Have you seen our leads section? You can see who's filed new corporation papers, real estate deals, who owes federal and state taxes, bankruptcies, and building permits. Check it out this week on page 47. Back with Wayne in a moment. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Wayne Chambers is the chief executive officer of High Touch Technologies. I'm gonna let him describe specifically what his tech company does and the services his folks provide. High Touch was a 2017 best in business company. Many of the members of Wayne's executive team have been recognized on our awards programs. He's a former chamber chairman and because of Wayne's work and involvement in the community, he's a frequent source for our stories. His company made another acquisition this week. You probably read about it at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Enough of the introduction. Welcome, Wayne. Thanks for being here.
1: Well, thank you, Bill, for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure to work with uh, the Business Journal and, and talk about what we do in Wichita. You bet. Really
0: appreciate it. Rather than me ticking off the things that High Touch does, it makes more sense to have you talk about your company. For those who might not be familiar, what is high-touch technologies?
1: Well, probably the simple way to describe what we do is uh, anything that a small to medium-sized business may need in terms of technology, outsourced uh, IT, uh, web web development, uh, custom development, uh, anything of that nature, hardware, software, uh, we can provide that on an outsource base. So if if the company is too small uh, and, and needs to have some technology experience or some technology assistance, uh, we can provide those services. How many employees are you guys up to now? We're, we're approaching 200 uh, throughout our, our company. We have about 115 or so in the Wichita office, and then the rest of them are scattered out in Kansas City, Dallas, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, and Denver. You're also a landlord. You own the High Touch Building,
0: obviously, at 110 South Main. Who else is that in the building? We've told the SNT story, right? And uh, unfortunately, that frees up some space. But how much is, is occupied over at your place?
1: We currently have about uh, I would say about 60 percent occupancy since the SNT story broke and since the SNT folks have uh, vacated the spaces. Uh, we, we, our primary tenant right now is King of Freight, which Mm -hmm. I think you guys have reported on as well. And we enjoy working with those guys. And, uh, uh, so they're the other big tenant besides ourselves. Right. Your company has made several acquisitions over the past few years. High touch
0: acquired a firm that is located in suburban Kansas city announced this week. Well, let's begin with that one and sort of work back. Talk about why you were interested in Associates Solutions Incorporated.
1: So, yeah, that group of folks uh, and that particular company is uh, actually located on the Kansas side in Lenexa. And there's three reasons that uh, they were of interest to us. The primary reason was we made a strategic decision last fall to become heavily invested in the Microsoft environment. So... Uh, These folks bring a lot of Microsoft depth in terms of their skills and their products and their services. Uh, That was one reason. The second reason is that it expands our footprint in Kansas City. We already had an office uh, actually in uh, Lee's Summit. This now put us in uh, Linux as well, so it deepens our footprint. And and the other thing that we constantly uh, work on is trying to broaden and deepen our skill set. So when you couple Microsoft uh, and the products and services they bring with the skills that we're trying to accumulate to better serve the Microsoft environment, and it made made good sense to us.
0: Describe that Microsoft partnership a little bit more. What all does that entail?
1: Yeah, so uh, it's commonly called the Microsoft, being a Microsoft p seller, uh, partnership seller. So we have to go through a number of uh, certifications company-wide. We have to have certain skill sets, certain depth of product and services. There are like 13 pillars uh, that if you accumulate uh, the, the ability to serve well, say, five or six of those pillars, which we're, we are actually able to do, then you become a preferred Microsoft uh, reseller, if you will and they give you uh, better discounts on the products and the programs. They allow you to tap into their system to get skills, technical expertise, and to advance your knowledge and your ability to serve uh, the consuming public, if you will, uh, in all the Microsoft platforms. So anything on a Microsoft platform you're able to provide
0: to your customers? I
1: I would say that that's probably going to be generally accurate. The big thing for Microsoft right now is the cloud solution uh, called Azure. So uh, we are working very heavily. Cloud is uh, the current technology buzzword. Everybody's going to the cloud. Microsoft's got a big cloud. Amazon's got a cloud, so on and so forth. So our choice is to partner up with Microsoft folks and uh, really start uh, helping our clients uh, in that endeavor. We have
0: heard about the cloud. And so when a customer comes to you and says, we're ready to do this, we want to make this change, what does that entail?
1: Well, so the, the most common thing probably is um, uh, the office products, if you will, like Office 365, uh, like uh, uh, email and so on and so forth. You know, for most people, that's the most common thing. Mm-hmm. So we're able to take a small business. We're able to introduce them to Office 365. We're able to introduce them to the cloud through that process where it becomes somewhat seamless for them. They can do emails. They they can do their office work uh, across the platform that's in the cloud, if you will. Right. That's the most common one. It, when you get into other products and services, like the Kansas City group it has a number of clients on what uh, Dynamics, the Dynamics program, which is a ERP. Um, and so, with that, you take a medium-sized business. They want a front-end to uh, back-end ERP system, well, then we can introduce them to Dynamics. By example, Dynamics B. Solomon or Great Plains or something of that nature, and we're able to work with them to introduce that to to help their business.
0: Working backwards a little bit, you talked about some of those other markets where you have offices. Talk about those acquisitions as well in the
1: last couple of years. So um, we... Uh, decided uh, strategically a number of years ago now we developed what we call a 2020 plan. That 2020 plan called for accelerated growth. Uh, In the environment that we're in, uh, organic growth or de novo growth is a little more difficult to do because you've got to get certifications, you've got to create customers, uh, by visiting with them. And, and So one of the decisions we made was to help our growth environment uh, by acquisitions. Two things we wanted, three things actually I guess we wanted to accomplish. One was a Midwestern footprint. We're interested in having a footprint, let's say, from oh, Omaha down through Oklahoma, down through Texas, uh, principally in the Midwest. We were interested in expanding our customer base, our goods and services, so that we could better offer those goods and services across all of our customers. Uh, we were also interested in talent. So sometimes it's a little difficult to get talent uh, as we'd like to have it in Wichita. Mm-hmm. So part of the attraction was to go to Colorado, by example. To We wanted to be in Telephony, uh, the unified communications uh, market area. So, we went to Colorado several years ago and bought the largest short-tail dealer, by example, in the state of Colorado, so we could have a better platform and skill set in telephony. So, we kind of did the same thing in Dallas. Uh, We did the same thing in Corpus Christi and San Antonio. Kansas City was somewhat the same way. Although we already had a presence in Corpus Christi in Wichita, uh, we, re- we were interested in expanding our skill sets and our platforms.
0: Those are some of the things that you consider with an acquisition. Talent, I think, has to be right. up there on the priorities. Are you still finding it difficult to find the I guess, tech talent that you need for your organization?
1: Yeah, there are some that probably will listen to this podcast and, and, and think that uh, I'm not saying good things about Wichita, which is not accurate, because I think Wichita is a very dynamic technology underground. and I think that, for the most part, we don't recognize that the way we should. However, when we go to get um, high-level skills to compete in a uh, technology world that's ever changing and we compete, a small company like Hightouch competes against some very large companies. We actually compete against the Cisco's of the world, the IBM's of the world and stuff like that and we do that fairly well but in order to do that we have to have very high level skills. Those aren't readily available in Wichita at the time that we need them. So we have to go elsewhere to try to find them. I know there have been
0: different uh, initiatives at uh, at the local schools, community sure. colleges, universities, that sort of thing. Are you optimistic that we'll be able to turn that around, that Wichita will be able to get you some more of those workers that you might need?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're very optimistic. In fact, uh, we've worked closely with WSU, with Butler Community College, with Friends, with Newman. We're working with Friends right now in cybersecurity program. Uh, we think that they're starting to uh, react to the needs, if you will, in the technology environment, which TAW is primarily known as a aviation right. a medical hub uh, with those clusters. They have a very strong aviation presence. So when we get into general technology in the world that we work in, we're a little bit of a disadvantage. Uh, The technology's there, the talent's there. It's getting the certifications and those work processes we need to transport that into a Texas or to an Austin or to Denver so we compete readily with those the, the companies out there that we compete with. Have you been able to attract
0: people from outside of Wichita to move to Wichita for your company?
1: Well, it's interesting that um, we are currently searching from executive level talent, and our leading candidates actually are out of New Jersey or out of Boston right now. Uh, and you wonder, well, why are you interested? And in both cases, those two leading candidates have said, we have exposure to the Midwest. Either they were with a Coke project, they, they may have been with some aviation company or something like that, but they happen to be on the East Coast in this case. And they always appreciated what they saw, found, and were able to uh, experience. In Wichita and Kansas, in southwest, uh, south central Kansas in particular. Mm-hmm. And so they actually are making conscious decisions trying to locate back to this area. That's good news. It is good news. It
0: is good news. Wichita is an interesting place. We need m- more skilled workers in a lot of industries. The pool is small. Spirit announced their thousand right. workers and then 3,000 down the line for the supply companies going sure. into Spirit. Did
1: that impact or will that impact your ability to find folks? Well, I think it has an indirect impact. I mean, when the infrastructure in the community uh, becomes evident uh, to attract that kind of talent, where they can hire that kind of talent, put people to work, I think ultimately in a, a different way, then people start recognizing there's jobs in Wichita. There's more to do. Uh, there's attractions, there's museums, there's eating places. Uh, I mean, the Those fact that we got quality of life things. Quality that you of need. life, thank <laughs> you. So, when you draw more people, the quality of life starts to accelerate. Right. And, and, and coupled with what we've already got going, I think that will have a very significant and important impact on drawing my sort of talent to Wichita. Have you
0: adjusted expectations for your employees over the last, say, 10 or 15 years? Cargill obviously has, uh, as in their building design, right. they're accommodating millennials. Have you had to adjust your expectations over the last few years?
1: Yeah. Um, the, the easy way to say that is that uh, millennials and the attraction of millennials, because that's the way technology is going, um is a little bit different now there's a there's a small there's a balance between what is over the top in terms of the attraction of millennials and what makes a lot of sense uh, from a midwestern culture standpoint right but we have adapted and adopted uh, several things internally that are more attractive to millennials you know we're an employee-owned company we're 100 percent employee-owned right and And that's well and good for somebody that's been with us for a number of years and is thinking about retirement and so on and so forth. For millennials, uh, the fact that you're employee-owned and that you accrete ownership in the company over five or six years period of time isn't of particular interest to them. So we have to do other things uh, that that deal with quality of life. We have to have functions. We have... uh, Uh, cookouts and barbecues and 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 other things that just make it a more fun more relaxed uh, place to be instead of quality of life it may be quality of work quality of work uh, i suppose and we we are very involved in uh, downtown and we were part of the the trolley system right we we invested in that uh, to make it uh, a better place for our folks to enjoy working downtown how do you feel about Wichita and its economy right now? I think I think actually that Wichita isn't probably getting enough credit for its economy and the work that's being done. And um, me being a business guy, we do things uh, probably a little more uh, uh, with an ur- a need for urgency than right. what – what we're able to do with the the economy what happens with the economy and what happens with the infrastructure and all the things that are going on in wichita right but i think with cargill's move and i think with the new hotel being built downtown with the ncaa tournament coming to town and i think with a lot of those things i think we're starting to get some of that recognition uh, but i think generally wichita has always been strong uh, it has its up and down cycles with aviation, obviously. We went through a pretty significant downturn. Uh, and things never, it will never be the same as it was. Right. Because the process of riveting is being taken over by technology and stuff like that. So that will bring different new types of jobs to town, engineering type jobs. And I think that's a good thing. And I think that uh, Wichita. As as you know, and most people know, I was gone for thirty years, mm-hmm. and uh, have have never regretted coming back.
0: You mentioned the tournament.
1: Uh, will that impact what you guys do? You obviously are one ten South Maine down there, sure. So. The only impact that I think we'll have is it's going to be more difficult to park (laughs) (laughs) downtown, but uh, I think we're expecting that. We're pretty excited about it. We're going to be a part of that, by the way, in in some small ways, and uh, we're going to embrace it. So uh, I think anybody and everybody in Wichita ought to embrace this opportunity. I've been a part of uh, NCAA tournament Mm -hmm. uh, in a prior life uh, when I was living on the East Coast and we were in Greenville, South Carolina. When they had a tournament that year, and uh, it, it is a lot of fun, a lot of excitement, and, and it really brings a lot of excitement to the, the city.
0: How do you feel about downtown development in general? We've got lots of projects going on. The sure. water walk may change. Gander Outdoors may come over there. Sure. We've got the uh, new ballpark and some of the development around that. We've got the Catalyst site from the Kansas City developers and the things that are going on a little farther north with the library and River Vista. What do you think about downtown Wichita and where it's going?
1: Well, I think that it's good, and I think that if we were to get up one day in five years from today, the downtown Wichita and all that's vibrant in downtown Wichita will be significantly different. So part of my patience has to be to support all of that from a corporate standpoint, from a personal standpoint, and we get very energetic in that, but I think actually in three to five years, um, the the landscape that we know is Wichita will be significantly changed and it will be a much better place than it is today. And hopefully that'll help you attract oh, yeah. more
0: talent and th- attract more business.
1: I think it will. And I think uh, we are in downtown. We're kind of in the center of all of that. And I think our employees appreciate that. And it, it is, I will say this, it is becoming easier and easier for us to have those talent conversations. Five years ago, I couldn't have that talent conversation. But today, as I said earlier, we're looking for some executive talent. Uh, it, it, we got probably five to ten inquiries from outside the city of Wichita, outside the state. Um, I think five years ago, we might not have gotten that. So I think it's getting better, and I think it's those subtle ways that we see that, that we experience that uh, that people ought to pay attention to.. Right. And I, I think Wichita just uh, is coming along. I think it's coming along very nicely.
0: That's great news that you're able to have a different type of a talent conversation right. or a conversation with those talents, those talented people about Wichita. That's really good. Wayne Chambers is the CEO of High Touch Technologies. Congratulations on the acquisition this week, and we'll be watching for more. Do you have any more that you want to break some news here on the podcast? Anything else coming up?
1: Well, uh, no. I would suggest to you that there are some things coming up. We're not at liberty to divulge it yet, probably over the next 30 days or so. There are some be some pretty big announcements of some projects that we're working on, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. And what we'll try to do with your assistance, we'll try to let the WBJ, the good WBJ, uh, have access to that information first. We
0: appreciate it. Thank, Thank you very much. Watch you're at WichitaBusinessJournal.com for that information. Also, the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Wayne, thanks for being with us. Thank appreciate you for it.
1: having me. Appreciate that.
0: Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business, your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy. This week we release a new episode every week. You can see the others at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, let me know. I'll do my best to get them here. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.